0: Sometimes you gotta close the door to open a window. Don't bite your tongue. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the return. It's been, I literally had to look this up or whatever july 14th since we're giving you guys an after credits episode you know but the same way like we just finally came back with oxman later reviews you know back with the other stuff and when i say i have also another first time guest for this this is a long time in the making D- do you want to tell the people how you feel or should i just say that like you know you you possibly give yourself anxiety from like you know knowing about people that kill Oh,
1: yeah, no, that's completely true. Yeah, it's a huge problem in my life, for sure.
0: <laughs> my homie Kaylee's here to join me. What's good, bro?
1: Hey, you know, doing good. I'm so happy to be here and talking with you um, about what we're going to talk about. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, luckily, like we said at the beginning, whatever, lucky this is um, all audio and not video because Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> yeah, been a look, rough morning, but uh look going to be the highlight of my day. Wait,
0: not I told totally. you, you pull off that look, though, you know? You pulled up. Yeah, on. you told me I
1: look like a witch, and that's a compliment.
0: I, I, you, there, you, there you go. So you took it as a compliment. So
1: I compliment. did.
0: <laughs> so for everyone that knows, or whatever, the big thing on this pod lately, well lately, the big thing on this pod is WWE. I had to buy Peacock for that reason or whatever. I can't blame Vince. Apparently, Vince got like two billion for the rights to that. So I mean, who wouldn't have sold, you know, for a five year deal? Two billion sounds like a great deal to me but I was you know Peacock's been trying to promote their little stuff and everything and I saw hmm John Wayne Gacy and I was like why do I know that I was like oh is that the creepy clown motherfucker I was like yo um yeah that's scary and I said I know exactly who I'm calling up about this and whatever so uh (laughs) before I ask you where you know your love for people that kill even came from or whatever I don't want to serial killers whatever we call them i gotta get out you know remember like always ladies and gentlemen to rate like comment subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend links and everything in the description in the bios below um i don't know by the time you guys will be hearing this if the april playlist will still be popping or potentially i already have the may showers 21 playlist you know um i've already got some stuff in the works for that or whatever i'm getting on some new cool little indie chicks from like overseas and some fucking conway you know so get ready to hear white girls talk about their feelings and then you know dudes talking about killing people on the block for coke you know balance balance it's all about balance Balance. but um you know all that stuff's gonna be in the links and everything check that out so kaylee um when did you discover you had a an interest in serial killers So that like, you were you were on this before the hype of it. Because I swear now it's like a hype, the cool thing, podcast, serial killer podcast. But you were on this shit like years ago.
1: Oh yeah. So I think it started, it must have been, I don't know, back in probably 2012. Okay. I would say. Um and my good longtime best friend Emily Moore uh, turned me on to this podcast that's absolutely blown up at this point. It's been going on for over a decade, but it's called The Last Podcast on the Left. And they talk about mm. everything, spooky, serial killers, aliens, paranormal stuff. Um, and I started listening to that and it hasn't uh it hasn't stopped this obsession with true crime and murders and just people that do these crazy fucked up things because it's so beyond what most people do or could even think about doing that it's just fascinating to figure out maybe their motivations or even the details of their crimes and you're right it is this totally huge pop culture thing now because people are fascinated by these depraved people who do terrible things and I don't know it's just interesting I but it started it did it started a while ago. (laughs)
0: Right. Like I, I watched the night stock or whatever and called you like midway in, like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck am I watching? <laughs> like, I, I went to a cocoa out and was like, yo, I know you know who to do. This dude. He's like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, what am I what is happening? Like oh, Richard Ramirez. Yeah. He's Christ. A
1: particularly terrifying individual. Um and I mean you watched it. Yeah. Horrible, horrible person. <laughs>
0: Kilo, kilo wants to be in the pod now i, I feel he it. does he, he's not here for it he's like i keep seeing cocoa on the screen man i just might need to take up the airtime, you know oh uh, um l- last thing before we get into l- the first part of this you know gacy you know Scott, whatever shit or whatever i forgot what it's called i got it written um if you had to have a top five do you have a top five of people top Cereal five killer? top three yeah
1: um
0: interest level it- or you know all this stuff you know
1: yeah, big fan, just kidding. Um, interest level. <laughs> I think one of the first um people I really knew by name. So growing up, we all knew who vaguely who Jeffrey Dahmer, John Wynne Gacy, and Ted Bundy were. Those yes. are like sort of the big three serial killers that you hear about. W- was Ted Bundy was Ted really Bundy
0: know. handsome? I need to know.
1: Okay. Um not, not Zach the- Zac Efron.
0: Not Zach Afron. We he's 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 fine as hell, but but Headbunny, was he handsome? He is. Real shit.
1: No, no, he wasn't. I don't. Okay. Relative to other serial killers, sure. But um as a general, just like a person, no. And I don't understand this like hype around. He was so handsome. He was so good looking and charming. And it, it doesn't make any sense to me.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to get that because I'm like, that always bugs me out or whatever.
1: Yeah. But I mean, if you see that, uh, that netflix movie where zach Efron's playing them you're like okay maybe i would have gone in that car yeah for well, sure Well, they sure. always try and do
0: that for people or whatever like yo if when, whenever i blow up and shit yo <laughs> y- y'all better get some fine ass motherfuckers or whatever give him a dread wig i don't give a damn you know? <laughs> but yeah
1: ted bunny by himself no so i I'd, I'd say like top three just purely based on um sort of the information that i sought out at the very beginning of this interest right it's probably those three because they're just so well known because they committed absolutely horrific crimes but then you go into um it a little deeper and you find people like dean coral who murdered even more boys than john Wayne gacy did <laughs> and he in, in Texas and did the same thing like had and you know we'll get into what John Wayne Gacy did but like very yeah. like 34 boys on like in a shed that he had so there's just so many people that have done so many fucked up things that it's really hard to like rate them on interest levels but like just that sparked the interest I'd say John Wayne Gacy is probably near the top
0: and gosh he is crazy whatever and I'm gonna have i am I'm gonna have some Dahmer mentions for you a little bit later when we get to stuff (laughs) because I actually just listened to um you're wrong about episode about him or whatever
1: oh I need to listen to that
0: yeah it was it was pretty interesting because he was one of the one I haven't researched a lot of these people so like until like a Netflix thing pops up I don't know a lot like I knew about Ted Bundy but I didn't until Mm -hmm. like the Bundy tapes and I'm like holy shit you know yeah and even that like I don't
1: know you know people have their sources and they frame things how they want them for whatever documentary they're making but then you go into it and you just keep finding more horrific details and you're like you left this out like how many terrible things did this person do and then some things that are just too gross or gross isn't even the right word but like I guess too gross to talk about that you can't put this in a documentary and be like and he also would revisit the corpses every couple of weeks until they literally fell apart in his hands you know that's pretty disturbing right <laughs> like you're not gonna put that in zach Efron's like uh, netflix remake of ted bundy's life
0: <laughs> right like they're not gonna be like oh yeah you know Dahmer or whatever you know my man put acid in someone's brain like what <laughs> like, oh yeah what? he
1: tried to make I a fuck guess. zombie
0: I just um, oh um yeah. for any of you guys that have peacock. If y'all don't know peacock is, I think NBC's kind of look, everyone got the stream awards is taking over and whatever. Let's go ahead and bring cable back at this point. This is ridiculous. We paying five, ten, fifteen dollars <laughs> every witch away, or whatever. I don't even pay for Netflix or whatever, but I heard that shit is up to like 18 now. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. They, does it's Netflix have $18 either. worth of content a month? <sighs> no i don't think so. <laughs> i mean like i'm not, not even trying to shit like on him i'm being dead ass like y'all can't be hired to hbo whatever hbo is like the god tier. <laughs> that is true but if you guys have peacock make sure to follow with us as we are going to review episodes one and two well this is part one though of john wayne gacy devil in disguise part one the trigger
1: the trigger
0: dramatic voice oh. <laughs> the very first note i have written down was because you know on this they're kind of going back and forth between like you know him being interviewed in jail and you know like this is all news to me and i don't even want you to spoil like like you can spoil a lot of things the one thing i don't want you to spoil though if he's alive or not because i don't know so i'm kind of i'm kind of intrigued about that you know all right i'll keep that but the very first thing was i wrote All right, intro to Gacy, and he's denying everything, but saying, "Yeah, I was charged for all that." Oh, <laughs> yeah, he does yes. this a lot, and I'm gonna mention it later on on some shit with part two. But I'm like, wait, 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 it's like he says it, but they were like, "I didn't say that," and like that was the first initial thing. And I'm like, "Oh no, nah, we in for some shit or whatever." I, I like, I was watching this shit last night around like 11, 12, something or whatever. And I'm like, "Yeah, if I wasn't drunk, this be terrifying right now."
1: <laughs> yeah, he just sort of they they sort of present him with what he was charged and convicted for. And he's like, that is correct. I was charged and convicted for that. But he doesn't acknowledge really that he, he did those things, that he committed those crimes. And he's just like, that is technically correct. I was charged with that. He's full of shit. Oh, yeah, 100%. He's full of shit. One of the, the first things I noticed, and it's actually kind of surprising to me um, how... Long I've been interested in in people like John Wayne Gacy that I've never really seen um, an extended interview with him. I've he's never right really right. seen him talk or heard him or like watched his mannerisms. And I don't know if I'm ascribing this sort of creepy feeling just because I know what he did, or if it is because he's really creepy. But just something about the way that he talked like I'm a very animated person when you talk to me. Yeah. Um, A lot of facial expressions and (laughs) a lot of like hand motions. Right. But he like the upper half of his face doesn't really move. Like he doesn't gesture with his eyes or anything. You know, there's no like squinting when he's like emphasizing something, he might like raise an eyebrow, but he's just like sort of talking. And there's just this sort of dead feeling you get when you look at him. Like he just, is sort of a shell of a person like it's it's creepy he's creepy
0: <laughs> i've heard that like certain people or whatever at least i was just listening to some shit like last week like with vince mcmahon you know the mm. ceo of the wwe like they said literally like someone was talking about a time where you know they brought him in for a meeting or whatever and he just looked right at him and didn't say shit and just stared at him to see like what he would do Oh my god <laughs> so I'm i don't so know crazy. man shit was different or whatever like uh, I, I i really have no fucking clue i just i'm yeah. not trying to put f- i'm and i don't want y'all to say whatever yo you know like compared, no i'm not comparing vince to gacy <laughs> but some people like at the top man like just, just a l- little bit out did, there yeah how many boys did vince mcmahon mur- murder <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, i, I want to potentially get hired one day <laughs> he's not
1: convicted of
0: anything dream dream job i want to potentially get hired Um, (laughs) i think the next thing i have um we're in december of 78 now this shit jumps around a lot of time you know what i'm saying yeah so like for me and then halfway being sleepy or whatever i'm like am i am i tripping right now what's going on but Mm -hmm. we're in december of 78 and they find another body in his home in chicago now they do this and this leads into i think i wrote dude's name down craig bowley starts to interview him years after this and this is in 88
1: mm-hmm.
0: i want to get on that for a little bit before we get to the whole shit of like you know what's about to come up and you know because a little bit of shit with part two i'm just like wait 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 wait, mm-hmm. wait. And, and and you you know me so you're gonna be like you know yeah <laughs> but I, I'm, just, I'm i'm gonna flat out say when we get to part two like w- wait a fucking second, it but yeah so i'm like oh shit we got right into finding bodies like what, what's mm-hmm. happening doc we're like we just started
1: oh yeah that's where you yeah off? they they yeah they sort of jump right into um so you were convicted charged and convicted of you know whatever 32 33 murders and we found another body and you don't really yeah it's interesting how they framed it that way they don't jump back into like his childhood or like this is where he started it's just like oh another body
0: <laughs> right like that's the I, I'm, I'm i'm sitting here like oh so we're getting right to the shit like <laughs> because and you know they kind of get a little bit into like the whole clown thing that's what we all infamously mm-hmm. know him for is he it is he based off it i was it I written don't... before was it was it written after this
1: I think it was written it must have been written before this yeah
0: i mean i would think because i'm like it the movie doesn't come like the first movie doesn't come to like the 90s the tv movie
1: then yeah i'm you know i'd have to check on that but i i I always assume that it was it was written before this but you know
0: i i, I <laughs> mentioned it because like you know one of my best friends and everything i'm not gonna put him out there or whatever because he would probably kill me but I'm gonna just say one of one of my good friends his you know I, I have a lot of fears I have so many fears you know I, I admit that but one of my homie's fears is like he doesn't like mask and nor like face paint Like he's like he's oh. like I don't like he's like, I don't like not seeing your face so clowns creep him out sure oh my god <laughs> so I was fucking with him like would you watch this doc with me and he was like no, I probably fucking lose it. He's like <laughs> anybody else but this dude. He's like that dude creeps me the fuck out. Anybody yeah, else I'd be like yeah, but that dude hell no.
1: Yeah, and they touch on um the he, he says he enjoys, you know, clowning a lot or, you know, it allowed him to be uh regress back into childhood and act silly and whatever and they, you know, there's no videos so far of him as the clown they just have like picture stills right but still you see that makeup and it's also very disturbing i was
0: fucking <laughs> terrifying
1: because it has those um and i definitely got this bit of information from another podcast that i listened to about john Wayne Gacy, but right um you do notice that the makeup that he chooses because he did his own clown makeup there's a mm. lot of like sharp points and it's not really rounded out in the mouth, like right. around his lips and stuff. And which is a wild choice because I think clowns are at their core supposed to be like happy and jolly and like soft and approachable maybe. But then you have this like sharp uh, edged makeup and it's just like that. It's weird.
0: Almost black doll you like.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. If it like just went out a little bit further. Yeah. Oh God! yeah, but the <laughs> he's definitely creepy pogo was it pogo the clown was, was it was it
0: Pogo or bogo it was uh, Bogo. i think it was right. Pogo
1: I think it was Pogo the clown was his clown persona
0: he's just a creepy looking dude man just
1: yeah, but he's also i made a note that he's also um you know not in the clown makeup um. He looks super average, too. Like, any average, slightly overweight, like, middle-aged white dude. Right. <laughs> walking down your street. And you're like, oh, no, this could be any of you. What have you done?
0: It threw me off every time they would go back to, like, his interview in jail or whatever. And, like, his bottom row of teeth just, like, they wanted to come out at any moment.
1: I cannot. I was hyper-focusing on his teeth the entire time when he was in jail. And they were doing that interview. and honestly as far as like creep factors go yeah. that like hurt me <clears throat> i just i'm glad no it won't just me they were no, no 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 they are disgusting they're there are clear gaps between all of his bottom teeth which i didn't know was like possible um and then also this terrible color <laughs> yeah, that's so <laughs> like not even approaching white like you're talking about like shades of yellow and brown, just the worst shades of colors that a body could produce are in that man's bottom row of teeth. And it's I'm
0: sitting on a brown couch right terrible. now. You see it? Yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like, oh no.
0: Um, we go a little bit into the disappearing of Rob. Was it pieced?
1: Rob pieced. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, um, Peist. This is.
1: Wait, was it pieced?
0: Piece. It did or Peist? I'm, I'm almost like pieced because pie. I don't know okay (laughs) and this is like 78 or whatever and you know Mm -hmm. they kind of go into like gacy's uh pmd company which we're going to talk about a lot where he tended to use young boys a lot oh yeah and i'm like huh you know i'm gonna leave that first little thing in there whatever you got anything on there before i get to the second and third parts i wrote about it
1: um so we yeah we go into the disappearance of robert peist which if um they they kind of touch on it but it's really that boy's disappearance is what gets gacy caught okay because he was such a well-loved like son that his disappearance it was so abnormal for him to not show up for things and specifically for his mother's like birthday dinner right and so when he didn't show up for that his parents freaked out caused this huge Fuss rightfully so, yeah. and so that's what launched this investigation. Because if he didn't, um, abduct and murder such, um, I guess, like, I won't say important because they're all important, right. But such, um, uh, loved and cared for boy, he who knows, he might have never gotten caught if he just abducted these people with like sort of bad families that didn't really care, or if he abducted a boy that. Um, it would be more normal for them to like go missing or like maybe run away but he didn't do that with this guy and so that's what really kicked off um, his being captured
0: matter of fact so this can be my first um, Dahmer reference or whatever you know I have a second one later <laughs> but so I, when I was listening to shit or whatever it's like yo you know he's in like the black neighborhood or whatever in Milwaukee and shit you know I didn't Milwaukee super segregated and everything especially in this era cream mm-hmm. city apparently you know according to the bugs but side note basketball um <laughs> you know he's, he's like in this like black neighborhood and everything so like no one cares about like just the random black dudes missing you know so, like they're like oh just we kind of think this creepy white guy might be part of it and like the police are like ah fucking no we don't we don't really care so yeah, yeah so it's it like would... the complete opposite it's like yo these little white kids are missing they're like um yeah this ain't right this here.
1: Ain't... yeah totally in the settings that like
0: these people like
1: specifically like Dahmer chose. Um, to be in a predominantly like black neighborhood, and he was also openly gay, and mm. so at that time cops were like, "Ooh, double no, definitely right. not touching this." But yeah, since Gacy chose this, like, I can't remember how old Robert Price was at the time.
0: Maybe I, can't I think
1: was he twenty? I don't know. But they were all younger, like ranging, I think, from like fourteen, fifteen to like early twenties. Yeah, but because he chose him, he really fucked up that way. <laughs> I mean, he fucked up a bunch of ways, but uh, that's
0: how he fucked up and got caught. Oh no, no, no! Trust, I, we, we we get it. You are we are not justifying anything <laughs> that that man's did. You know what I'm saying? God yeah, bless.
1: Yeah, blanket statement. He's a trash, garbage human being that deserves to rot forever. And yeah, <laughs> there's no justifying anything that this man did
0: i think this is where you know we and especially me whatever find out okay my last two notes for this little section um he's already had an issue in iowa which of course we're going to speak about in part two a lot more and they find strange things in gacy's house that are from apparently missing boys like what was it that class ring there's a
1: class ring with initials of uh a boy on it that they tie it back to um i can't remember what the initials were but they found a class ring and they also found, i think at least two licenses and so they're finding these things and they're like wait all of these boys are missing
0: every single one of them i'm not gonna say why the hell do you keep this shit but it's just like why leave a paper trail
1: well that's a i think a thing with um like serial killer psychology this notion of keeping trophies so they don't they can't physically relive the events you know they can't kill the same boy again but they can look at these items these trophies that they've taken for them and remember and it's a huge thing people keep trophies and ultimately a lot of those uh, like trophies get people caught or convicted of more murder even if they don't have the bodies they're like oh you have this class ring this boy's missing like yeah, you murdered them. Right, like how buried
0: you get them this, under though. your house? Yeah, that's li- literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This man's fucking crazy, man. Um, okay, this is where I wrote my first upside down emoji, or whatever. <laughs> you knew it was coming. It's, it's it's a lot more coming up later, but um, so the police start to get suspicious of him and everything. And they're gonna keep an eye on Gacy, and this is where you know he's at. He's at a bar and shit. And, you know, him and the cops exchange, giving each other beers. I literally just wrote, really? What's happening here, man?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So the cops were um, following him 24-7. And it was, uh, they mentioned several times, it was a super cold winter in Chicago. And these cops are just like sitting outside of his house in their cars. They're following him to wherever he goes at night. And so he goes to this bar and then the cops look at each other and they're like you know what would be easier he already knows we're following him Gacy was well aware of this the entire time it was happening that he had a tail and they're like we should just go in there so they did they see Gacy they sit three tables away and a few minutes later a waitress brings over two beers from that gentleman and gestures to John Wayne Gacy and then they reciprocate send him one back and you know they don't know the extent of his crimes at this yeah. time, but imagine, imagine later. You're that cop, and you're like, "Yeah, I uh, bought that guy a beer."
0: <laughs> this <laughs> we is were th- this is part one of you know, and I'm gonna get it to like even more with what I'm about to say next, and then in part two. And this is my black ass or whatever. It's not going so <laughs> smooth. I, I I said it. You knew it was coming. No, no, it would really. <laughs> Really? If they thought I'm out here like killing like children, oh yeah, the fuck yeah. you wouldn't you
1: wouldn't have a a tail you wouldn't they wouldn't be buying you a beer.
0: They would have came up in the damn spot, bye bow. That's it. Got them. And then
1: yep, and then there wouldn't be enough material for a documentary or several.
0: Right, and then they would have the yeah, Dave Chappelle the- or whatever. They would sprinkle a little bit of coke on me or whatever. He's a cokehead. <laughs> oh you god, know, never, never forget to sprinkle a little bit of coke on him. Shout out, dark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this is where we also find out he has connections to a lot of higher ups in Chicago, whatever, and even has a picture with the first lady. Please go in on this or whatever, because like I'm sleep by this point, and I didn't write which one it was.
1: I think Rosalind Carter. Um, yeah. So a big thing and a big thing about Gacy was that he was so 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 interested in politics and he was a local politician and he wanted to run for office someday and he was like weaseling his way into the inner circle of politicians in Chicago at the time and he was a democrat and he says that in the show he's like I, I'm a I'm a liberal I'm mm-hmm. a very liberal man and I you know, like I was like, like
0: what the hell
1: yeah and yeah so and an interesting thing between him And Ted Bundy, Ted Bundy was also really interested in being a politician, but he was a Republican. And so you have, you know, both sides of the political spectrum uh, represented by two of the most offensive people in recent history. Right. But yeah, he's, he was, John Wayne Gacy was trying to work his way up and he did. So he got secret security clearance and it was after this, like, polish parade like celebration in Chicago that John Wayne Gacy organized and then there's this picture of him shaking Rosalind Carter's uh hand (laughs) and uh yeah I think the secret secret service um got a lot of flack for not looking into him more because he had a sexual assault charge at this time he was charged with sodomy in Iowa yeah And he still got this clearance and uh, yeah, it blew up. That was a huge thing because how does, how does this man get access to the first lady like that? But he did. And that's, I guess what smooth talking and some modicum of charm can get you to the first lady, even when you're um, um, a serial killer. (laughs)
0: Like legit. I'm trying to think of whatever, like, you know, convict, whatever I'm talking. Like, you know, can you imagine just a convict in there or whatever, besides like, you know, when Obama had the rappers up in that shit or whatever? Like, <laughs> probably homies with charge. Some, but like, nah, this shit been happening or whatever for the brother. Like, don't put this on us.
1: <laughs> it, yep, we have picture proof.
0: this It's absolutely crazy. Um, oh, yeah. I have one last note for part one or whatever. And then if you have anything else for part one, you know, we can get on mm-hmm. that before we get into part two. But well, my last note for part one is you know, they kind of like you know at this point or whatever they kind of already potentially got him and all this and you know they get to his house and shit and they're like oh you know it's all these like strange smells coming for this or whatever like all right yeah well we need to go to the search warrant what Mm -hmm. like I, i i'm not trying to sit here and be like oh my god like how the fuck did you not know whatever but like is it not i i just it's kind of the same yeah. shit with like i was saying about Dahmer too like like um yeah it's a lot of crazy smells from this one dude spot and he's a little weird and we don't really know like yeah look, Kaylee what am I missing
1: <laughs> no and I think one of um the people being interviewed in the series says you know sort of hindsight's 2020 but when they're trying to put all these things together while it's happening, it's not so clear, but you're right. Like how, so I'll back up. Apparently I have never smelled uh decaying flesh. I've never yeah. been in like a morgue. I've never been around a dead body.
0: Right. Not a, not a phlebo- smell, uh, phlebotomist or whatever you want to call it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've never. Um, okay. I'm going to really quick side note when I was mm-hmm. in fifth grade, um i got in a bit of trouble and the teacher had to call my mom because you know we used to do those like what do you want to be when you grow up (laughs) okay so guess what um fifth grade kaylee wrote
0: oh god i said
1: when i grow up i want to be a mortician and the teacher brought me aside and she was like kaylee do you know what this means i was like yeah they like embalm dead bodies and they like dress them up and get them ready for funerals and she was like okay we need to talk to your mom um <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it my fascination with uh the sort of morbid stuff started far before 2012. Anyways um so the <laughs> the smell of rotting flesh has a very 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 distinct odor yeah. uh, as I'm told and so you have these cops that have absolutely smelled the stench and then they smell it in gacy's house and then you're like uh search warrant something's going on in this something. The house. something couldn't tell you what they had an idea and um they did not know what they were gonna find
0: <laughs> also two side note too, just to like kind of get you like a little bit less you know flack or whatever i don't want people thinking you crazy because <laughs> you know i know you and i love you but um <laughs> we we we, you know for for the listeners or whatever um and you know me me and kaylee come from the same hometown you know Mm -hmm. real small town here in north carolina whatever so i don't know how you know like the fam was doing or whatever but like i got to a certain age or whatever you know even though you know you said you were a lot younger but i got to a certain age and my parents would hit me with shit where like at least my dad you know so you need to find a job that's always going to be in demand or whatever you know a barber people's hair is always going to grow a mortician people are always going to die that, that was literally was, like what my father said was it was like, you know that's always gonna happen so i chose landscaping because i'm like yo when grass stops growing we got scarier <laughs> shit to think about right he was like we got got bigger point, problems. <laughs> so that's how i chose my career
1: that's a, yeah see i knew i should have gone into like the funerary services or maybe been like a pa or something just it. they, made, they made bread autopsies. or whatever but i'm
0: just I'm, I'm good on seeing people in like their worst moments
1: oh yeah yeah i don't think i could handle it um but when i was like 10 i sure i sure did i sure thought i could uh but i did not go down that path so this is, this is why now. you're in
0: grad school and i am not or whatever because little <laughs> little you know me, me at 10 years old was not thinking that shit i'm thinking like yo when can i go back home or whatever get back on my playstation like the fuck
1: <laughs> i mean i also dreamed of like eating 10 fruit roll-ups at one time too so <laughs> 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 how many snacks can i eat before my mom gets home
0: you know that whole dumb shit when people be having random stuff or whatever like i feel like i think i saw something one day when it was like someone googled how many chicken nuggets can you eat before you get sick?
1: <laughs> I think I could eat quite a few. I'm not gonna lie.
0: not I'll willing swear. to
1: check them. Um, but yeah, so I, it was in part one too, just to sort of, so this documentary does drop you in, like we said at the beginning, yes. um, just they found another body, um, but Sort of backing up from what I know about John John Wen Gacy's life. Okay, so he uh grew up with a horrifically abusive father.
0: Yeah, we we about to talk about him in part two. They go a little bit to his childhood or whatever, a little bit. Yeah,
1: a little bit. And then so he was uh so after his childhood, he and you can tell me if you want to talk about this now or later, but um just sort of like his first marriage. His KFC businesses.
0: <laughs> F- fuck you! you want to go ahead and get right into it? <laughs> hey, whatever you want to do. All right, uh, part two. You know, uh, John Wayne Gacy, Devil in the Skies, part two. Warning signs.
1: Warning signs, and there were plenty of them.
0: Um, the first big note I got written for this one, whatever. All right, so police find two left femurs in his mm-hmm. shit or whatever and they're like yeah there's no way you would have two left ones or whatever which you know i'm not a nurse or any of this shit or whatever i don't even barely know what a femur is i'll keep it a thousand <laughs> they find three boy bodies and mm-hmm. this is kind of when we get to like the main speakers for this episode or whatever one being his own sister
1: yeah they got jonathan gacy's sister or one of his sisters um yeah yeah so he they found these body parts right in the crawl space under his house.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: And which is the central location. We'll find out um, for his body disposal right under his house.
0: That seems to be like a little trend too.
1: Yeah. I guess burying them literally close to or under your home. um, The term
0: close to home, literally (laughs)
1: literally close to home there. Jesus yeah and is that maybe the smartest move no but he's also uh a serial killer so probably not the smartest person to start with um but yeah we find out that he (laughs) they find body parts in this crawl space under his house and he's been covering it he's okay i don't even know where to go in this
0: (laughs) this second part because Uh it gets wild okay so, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just mention real quick or whatever, cause like you know you said the serial killer and everything, you know might not be working with a full with a full deck, but like you know people's minds are in crazy, well, i are not even say crazy or weird places, cause I mean we all kind of think whatever. But I was watching some shit about a basketball player either last night or this morning. I can't even remember. It probably was early early this morning or whatever. Whenever I went to bed, good lord. But um, <laughs> it was about this dude. He probably could have been like a top draft pick or whatever. And they were like, yeah, he wasn't doing good in school, but like they did some type of like report, not report, I guess some type of test. And they said mm-hmm. the way his mind worked, it was like, he was really good at puzzle solving. And they said, that's why he probably okay. was really good at basketball because he could see everything on the floor and kind of knew where everybody was going to go. And I was like, huh, interesting. Now, oh, I was like, cool. I feel like, does my mind work like that? Cause I feel like I kind of look at shit that way, but mm-hmm. I've never thought about it. Honestly, so I heard that shit I was like, huh, interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, that that is super interesting, um, especially because he like didn't do well in school, and people can not do well in school for a variety of reasons, right?
0: Um, no test but, like, taking and shit.
1: Oh yeah, I whew, I'm not a good test taker, and I've been in college for like eleven years now, so.
0: No um, <laughs> better than me. I'll get you up. Uh,
1: just, uh, just making it through somehow, but yeah, who knows how. John Wayne Gacy's like mind works and clearly right smart enough to wh- what did we say last time um the work is way up to meet the first lady of the United States at the time mm-hmm. Mrs. Carter um ingratiate himself into like the political circles in Chicago at the time you know he they keep talking about how he was charming and disarming and he would just talk to you in a way that sort of made you kind of comfortable and you know he's a bit of a braggart but like you still talk to him and you're like okay this is it. he's a fun fine guy you know <laughs> right. meanwhile murdering young boys and stashing their bodies under his house so he's he can't be an unintelligent man but like also why why put the bodies under your house
0: why a a, a, a deranged one
1: yeah yeah maybe Maybe it's one of those things, like, for me, I just put uh, loose change in one place. And I'm like, well, that's where it goes now. Did he just put the first body in? He's like, well, this is where the bodies go now. Right, like, here's my stash, you know? <laughs> You're like, oh, well, that's, I've started it.
0: Um, We're going a little bit in the past now, whatever, you know, his sister, the first thing she mentioned was, like, you know, him in Iowa in 66 or whatever, and he completely became, like, a different person, like, you know, John didn't used to be like this or whatever. So I want to do that and get into, like, you know, shit that you're going to talk about. And this first note I got. So in 78, Gacy was arrested for sodomy and sentenced to 10 years. Yep. You know, we're about to talk about his entire little jail stint or whatever, which I might lose my fucking mind about or whatever, too. But just this first part or whatever of, like, sodomy. Mm -hmm. Speak on this shit.
1: So, Sodomy. I think most people uh, consider when they hear the word sodomy, they're like, "What? What do you think sodomy is?" Or like, "What was your understanding of the definition of that?"
0: Um, is it terrible that the first thing pops in my head is a fucking um, Family Guy song? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, sodomy. yeah <laughs> that, that shit. I do
1: remember that song. But... I, I'm absolutely
0: terrible over. it. I grew up on like fucking uh, South Park and Family Guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, same. Um, But yeah, I think most people think sodomy is exclusively, I guess, anal sex, right? Yeah. Um, But it also refers to oral sex. Okay. And so his charge of sodomy was, um, I think, in John Gacy's word, um, oral copulation that he says was consensual. So I actually don't know what age he was when this happened but I do know the age of the boy and I say boy, because he was 15 years old. He was 15 years old. Yeah. And so one legally that is not consensual because <laughs> this John Wayne Gacy was a man, a grown ass man, man, a grown ass man. And um, yeah, he says is, is it was he was in his consensual. first marriage at this point. Yes. Uh, I, 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 I have notes about wait. his second marriage. Yeah, I, so I, I think this was during his first marriage. So, like, John Wayne Gacy gets married after, like, a six-month courtship to his first wife. And they actually have two children. Yes. So, like, John Wayne Gacy's, like, biological children are out there somewhere.
0: Jesus. Um, God bless so him. So,
1: yeah. So he gets married. He has two kids. He's in Iowa. And so when he gets married, um, his father-in-law owns several KFC restaurants. Yes and like brings John Wayne Gacy on because he wants to have you know his son-in-law provide for his daughter and grandkids or whatever
0: side note side note super side note I'm sorry to cut you off um have you have you listened to the um the up about um Colonel Sanders oh my god yes Jesus yo the homie Jack sent me that one or whatever and I had (laughs) like they, they labeled it as Colonel Harlan Sanders and I'm thinking like okay it's just whatever and then when like eventually you know when gareth found out it was like colonel he's like it holy was, shit is this the, is this the episode oh i i also was at work losing my mind like what that was such a good one because it took him so long
1: to figure out we're talking about the colonel
0: sanders I, I did hey i was the same guy like because I, I don't i don't like to google the shit because like it'll, it'll yeah, spoil yeah. it so i go into them shits completely blind yeah and i love it <laughs> it was a very that was a really good episode <laughs> I think but that's yeah, why like, it... I like certain shit like that now, whatever, too. Like, even listening to um, You're Wrong About or whatever. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I listened to the episode the other day about Amy Fisher. Do you know oh, really? anything about Amy Fisher? No. So it was a girl who, like, she pretty much was, like, alone as a child. And she met this older dude that was, like, way older than her. And he, she ended up, like, shooting his wife. And what? the what, what was crazy, and this is the most mooky thing of all time, I literally was like, when I'm looking through, like, okay, what episodes I want to download or whatever for this shit, like, download, download, download. I saw Amy Fisher and I was like, why do I that name sound familiar? And it took me to shout out the rapper Cameron. I don't know if you're familiar with Cameron or the Dipset or whatever. He had a line in the song back in the day, or whatever. Shoot him like Amy Fisher. Don't the range <laughs> be bigger? Those baby mama cars, you can't dame me, nigga. You know, like that shit. And that's how I went <laughs> through, like, you know, you my knew. shit but uh go ahead I'm sorry I I went super side note on that
1: (laughs) no no no. you're good you're good (laughs) but just imagine being in Iowa in whatever it was the 60s or 70s and going to one of his KFC restaurants like going to get some freaking chicken on a Tuesday and oh yeah John Wayne Gacy was like serving up your bucket like no fuck that um but yeah so he has this he gets charged and convicted of one count of sodomy. Um, because it's a 15-year-old boy. Jesus. And yeah, gets sentenced to what 10? You said 10 years in jail? 10
0: years, yes. That's because right. we're about to go to his jail time or whatever. So
1: mm-hmm. this goes into
0: the next note I got. And then, you know, let's let's just see where the fuck it goes. Cause my <laughs> lord. Well, you know, we're gonna save that little second part order because that's a different note. But he's in there for 10 years, he denies doing anything mm-hmm. with boys but you know he's like showing off porn in prison and you know he becomes like low-key a politician in jail and he's a yeah. cook and like it's like let's talk let talk about a jail time because they they went and got one of the convicts or former mm. convicts yeah he
1: <laughs> so one thing about John Wayne Gacy he everybody says that he has this way of um like gathering people and talking to them and like sort of becoming a leader and just he's one of those people and he you're, does it. you're, you're in seeing jail. my face
0: right now because i'm terrified yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit terrified and also one of the pods we just did with the homie whatever shout out mad and other nonsense pod everyone's getting a shout out today i swear i love <laughs> you know love for everyone he told me he was like you know Mookie, i like the fact that like you find like everyone and put them on your pod or whatever like you have the most diverse people i've ever seen i'm like <laughs> wait am i crazy <laughs> like that's what i'm thinking of right now i'm like yo am i
1: am i also insane <laughs> no um maybe but definitely not in like a bad way so <laughs> i think this is great um but i think, I think it's yeah. levels to anything oh yeah 100 percent. yeah but yeah his jail time was very odd and i feel like he he used this time to like hone his skills that he would use like later in his life like when he got out as
0: i'm so ready to talk about that because that's literally next up or whatever um before we get there do you want to talk about like this the, the shit with the golf course that they talked about
1: i don't know if i remember did I miss a it, it was her? some shit. Like, he Wait, told,
0: the, right. he told like, one of the guards, or he told one of the higher-ups in jail about this golf course and shit, and they ended up getting, and they ended up getting into whatever, because he was oh, yeah, this would be nice or whatever, and they was like, if he wasn't a convict, they probably would have named this shit after him? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. That shit. Seriously. He, it is
1: truly amazing, like, what this man could accomplish with what he did. I don't know. It's just seeing these, like, two personalities, but they're not... Two, they're just different sides of this one fucked up person who one is murdering and molesting and raping little boys. And then the other is this guy who can just it seemingly get anything done and just finds the right people to talk to and and just uh, brings people together and somehow is just this like charming man at the same time. And it's just so confusing for me to think about <laughs>
0: I might look up if he's a gemini or not if he's a gemini <laughs> i don't know it gives me it's, it's giving me gemini vibes These two signs oh god i'm terrified <laughs> he's a pisces
1: i don't know nothing about signs i'm a pisces oh congratulations
0: yeah this would mean that he's like real emotional
1: Which is wild because he shows like no emotion in his face or his body language. Like there's nothing going on behind there.
0: It could be used to, I don't know, manipulate people in a way, I would say.
1: Well, then he does that. He did that very well. His his birthday
0: (laughs) is uh, March 17th, three days after mine. St. Patrick's. Oh,
1: St. Patrick's, baby yeah oh my gosh i i have a good friend whose birthday's on saint patrick's day i can't wait to tell her that she shares a birthday with
0: john also Casey. yeah i know about two three people or whatever that's oh no john, john Wayne gacy man um, oh no. all right this this next note i got or whatever and this one kind of is getting to the point where like now i don't have i don't have any more excuse me i don't have any more like you know upside down emojis to a little bit later on but mm-hmm. this next note so gacy's father Passes away on Christmas Day while yep. he's in jail. I'm gonna stop right there before we get into more shit or whatever about you know him's time in jail or whatever. Uh speak a little bit more about his father and everything, you know, because we're gonna talk about it more too with like his you know, his second wife or whatever. Cause you know, they have the whole little exchange where she's like, you know, you remind me of my father, and he's and she's like, That's good. And you know, like, no, it's actually not good from his POV because uh Oh no, that guy. Yeah. If you're if up you're up a certain time whatever, you're up to something. If you're doing this or whatever, you're up to something. You're always up to something.
1: Yeah, yeah. His dad was, like, crazy strict and also incredibly abusive. Like, I think there were stories about um, his dad coming home, like, beating the shit out of his mom and then just making them all sit down to dinner like everything's normal. Like, incredibly abusive. And I think his dad really, really, really wanted... Um, a very tough, traditional, like manly man son. Yeah, which he did not get with John Wayne Gacy.
0: And, you know, we talk about that or whatever, just being you like with our personal conversations, not even just about serial killers, but just like the whole yeah. stigma of like, you know, what is a manly man and like spectrums of masculinity and shit. And yeah, you know, like even I was talking yesterday a little bit about um Prince. You know, com- like mm-hmm. also talking about like you know the Beyonce joint order. has been five years. It's been five years since Prince's death. Like someone mm-hmm. who was so in like secure with their masculinity it could be like i could dress like a whole ass woman and still yeah. pull your girl yeah oh, and i'm like five foot tall <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> so okay. it's, you don't always have to be like this person because like i'm confident in me oh yeah
1: uh that is so true like he uh, oh my god prince just in general but um yeah you get into this like uh discussion about masculinity what is it to be masculine and then you, we can start talking about like toxic masculinity and, yeah you know, yeah right. that idea that you know men have to be men and not show feelings or emotions and not cry and that's so damaging exactly to literally everyone everyone that man the person like anybody that is in contact with that man it's just a really really damaging um uh, sort of idea to have about what it is to be a man
0: right like he he's born in the 40s so yeah imagine like like you said everything about the father or whatever being raised up in like the fucking 1950s up in like maybe yeah. what rural iowa i don't know
1: yeah like classic 50s dad who goes out makes the money comes home to like a dinner and a drink from his wife and then like has barely inter- any interactions with his kids but also is like incredibly abusive you know, I know not all dads or men were incredibly abusive in the fifties, but like, it's much more common than it is hopefully now, (laughs) you know, and just his dad's idea of what a son should be was like the exact opposite of what John Wayne Gacy was, you know, like, I don't think he was good at sports. He wasn't like, he wanted to play like football and, you know, John Wayne Gacy was bad at that. Like he, wanted to be like he had this personality he wanted to be like a politician or actor you know something more along those lines like speak to people instead of play sports or do something like manly you know
0: i I will say two (laughs) things or whatever the first one i have is like you know i I will say with serial killers we, we we see like a lot of shit where it's like yeah the family upbringing wasn't Exactly the best, and it's like you can see, like yes. yo, this impressionable child kind of coming up or whatever, and being like, yo, I couldn't express this or this and that emotion, or I wanted this companionship and I didn't get that, and I was, you know, like he said, being he was being abused and shit, mm-hmm. and also like, you know, at least things are attempting to get a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I yeah. mean, that's all we could hope for.
1: Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. You get into those conversations about um, is it nature versus nurture? right is it because they had a horrible childhood horrible upbringing or is it because this is like hardwired into their brain and they were just gonna do this right and we do see with a ton of serial killers all all these people that commit these horrendous crimes that they did have um bad childhoods uh bad relationships with their parents usually or in a lot of cases a really bad relationship with their mom yeah um not really in John Wayne Gacy's case, actually, but um, bad relationships with parents or, you know, signs in their childhood. Like, there's this idea of the McDonald's triad, which are is three warning signs um, in children that they are going to uh, commit, like, maybe murders or, like, heinous crimes later. And that those three points on that triangle are... Lighting fires,
0: okay. Like,
1: pyromania when they're children
0: is um, one abusing ab- animals.
1: Abusing animals, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah I've heard it is. Hell yeah.
1: And then the third is bedwetting. Oh. Mm. And, yeah. So I we we actually don't really touch on that in this documentary, but like there are these you know talking about like nature and nurture. Um, but yeah, so he had like this terrible childhood. His dad was a piece of shit, and then his dad dies while he's in jail the first time. and he can't go to his dad's funeral
0: right so this goes back into like this same note i have for that dad passes when you know christmas day he's Mm -hmm. in jail after only serving 18 months of a 10 year sentence he is freed with the assistance of his mom Mm
1: -hmm.
0: who just feels like yeah, she needs to take care of him yeah You know, I'm going to stop there before I get into the next part or whatever about his construction shit and everything and the remarrying or, you know, his second marriage. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know why the fuck I didn't write upside down emojis for this one or whatever, but like (laughs) only 18 months of a 10-year sentence? For sodomizing a 15-year-old boy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people are out here today in jail forever for like, having pot
0: (laughs) right oh i had a little bit of weed on me or whatever yeah 10 years what and yeah
1: 18 months 18 months like that is an absolutely insane uh insanely short punishment for this horrific crime that he committed it's insane
0: it's it's absolutely just yeah insane is the only word because i'm just like i don't i don't i don't have any it I, i'm baffled right now guys i'm sorry just yeah i, I don't even know how to feel like it's besides what the hell
1: yeah no like i said my a, black it's... ass
0: wouldn't have made it to jail would have been pop out yeah that's it
1: the, oh 100 oh shit i thought uh, I, I grabbed is... my
0: taser my fault mm. <laughs> oh Let me stop. my god
1: oh no. Let me stop
0: yeah i don't i don't want to i want to go there I, I send you stuff all the time
1: <laughs> yeah fair um but yeah he gets out. He gets out and his mom protects him like at every turn, you know, probably this maternal instinct, like that's my little boy. And he fucked up, but he's my son. And so she just continues to like do everything she can for him. And like, even after he is charged with sodomizing a boy, he gets out of jail. I'm
0: going to be real to whatever. Like, you know, I talk a lot about my mom. Not only on this pod, you know, to you, everything. My mm-hmm. mom kept it a, a buck with me. She's like, yo, if I get in trouble on some wild shit, yeah, <laughs> man, you just gonna have to let that rock. <laughs> She's going to say, I ain't going to disown you, but, like, I ain't really rocking with you either.
1: Yeah, that's fair. If I ever have children, like, you can do some fucked up shit, but, like, not that. <laughs> not that.
0: Yes. So, they kind of get a little bit into more, like, you know, he has his whole construction joint that we know about. He remarries actually one of his sister's friends. Um, was it Carolyn?
1: Uh, I think so. Yeah, I her that's best you pronounce friend throughout. I think so. His or his sister's best friend throughout high school. He marries her.
0: That's you know that that happens though. That happens.
1: Yeah, yeah, but like, oof. I mean, I know his sister has to feel all sorts of things. Um, but man, if I hook my best friend up with my like
0: murderous brother, <laughs> well, she doesn't notice at the time. She doesn't know this. See, the she final. says it, so she's like, even looking back, it's like, well, damn, you know, but at the moment she was like, oh, well, no, I guess.
1: Yeah. So his new wife didn't know, like, I think she knew that he had been in prison um, yeah. for a little bit, but he, I think, told her that he had kind of like a problem with pornography or something. Like, she didn't know the extent of why he was in prison or why he was in jail or whatever, which is insane that... <laughs> she married this man um and she had two little girls right she yes. he now has two stepdaughters and which horrifies a lot of people um because like looking back on what he did but she makes very clear the fact that he was always so good to her girls
0: right like we even we saw the fucking um christmas yeah. cards
1: yeah and they look like a nice normal happy family
0: yeah
1: and yeah
0: those 60s hairstyles, man. Can you imagine your hair right now with that?
1: Uh, no. I feel like I do it every day. And I wake up and just pull it down. And I'm like, this is what it's looking like today. And I'm imagine being like, that
0: short, too. No. Like...
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> hell no. Now the shit's <laughs> out.
0: Yeah, um, you, don't, you, don't, you, you don't beat me now. I'm kind of mad. Well, you've always had that long hair. But I almost caught you for a minute.
1: <laughs> you almost did.
0: Almost did. I think
1: it'll happen. But yeah, so uh, it moves... But yeah it's Chicago right
0: yes 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 they, they yeah. moved Chicago um this was like I have a note to whatever about like you know Gacy's mom like comes in one day from work or whatever she was at and she catches him in like you know the kitchen with like another man or whatever and she was just kind of like um okay like you know whatever
1: yeah yeah and she's just like the sister's talking about this and she's she asked her mom later and she's like oh it turned out to just be nothing like yeah. um no that's wrong that's wrong
0: right she even admits or whatever she's like my mom probably went to the grave with like a lot of just stuff that you know is gonna die like that died with her because mm-hmm. she was never gonna tell anyone about it
1: oh yeah yeah so she again is trying to protect him because that's her sign and that's what you know moms do um which is insane and so so now we're at this point in the documentary where it's very clear that he is sexually attracted to men yes and so while they're interviewing him mm-hmm. they ask him you know they're like how do you feel about this characterization of you that you're this gay killer essentially yeah and he and he kind of backs up and he's like well I I'm a liberal and so I I am fine with whatever they decide to do he's like but I'm not gay
0: I'm bisexual, I'm bisexual.
1: I'm bisexual. And so he has this, and throughout his entire life, he maintains that he's not gay, that his preference is women. But yes, he did things sexually with men, but he cannot, will not, refuses to call himself gay. And I fully believe that he was gay. And This this brings me back to like a Dahmer
0: thing. Yeah,
1: well, Dahmer was openly very gay. You know, he'd go to like, bathhouses and like gay clubs and
0: stuff to pick he up was the, he was in the brothers you know what I'm saying he was in the Us yeah
1: like yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. he
0: was he was in the <laughs> dudes look more like me or whatever and I wasn't um what's the name as well who's the guy I'm thinking of um shit uh uh, uh he's also kind of a serial killer well not serial killer but just <laughs> super psych a psychopath um Jim Jones Jim Jones wasn't the was- dudes was also getting like you know Oh, yeah,
1: there were some weird things. I mean, <laughs> understatement, but there were some weird things in his church. But yeah, yeah, he was at the very least bisexual.
0: <laughs> Jim and Jones I don't know also into like, Black people.
1: Yeah, yeah he was, um, was Jim <clears throat> Jones the first person uh, to adopt a child of a different race?
0: I'm not sure. I, I don't, the, the things I, I took from like, I just listened to a pod about him recently um they kind of said like he was really intrigued with like the black church he was like oh i kind of like how they do stuff over here
1: oh yeah i mean him growing up he loved black churches and that's sort of what inspired him he like mimicked speech patterns and like things yeah. like that from black church leaders and because it's very compelling you know it's high energy it's it's all these different things but yeah jim jones is another um yeah <laughs> he,
0: <laughs> he, like he's, he's another one where it's just like oh okay like and it was crazy even like listen to the part i listened to it's like if you look at certain aspects like he kind of went a little bit crazy and took it way to to a different level but like some of the shit he was saying was like legit like yo y'all don't care about what's going on over here in the black community and stuff that's happening yeah. with these people but just yeah. it didn't really go about the right way no, no, no. not yeah, at all it started
1: out it started out like jim Jones specifically started out like with messages that i think we would all agree with and then who took a bit of a turn that led to um mass suicide but you know Jesus Christ,
0: yeah <laughs> no, another day another day no, another, another pod.
1: Day. <laughs> yeah
0: our own little side pod or whatever of just serial killers good lord it began <laughs> oh, here yeah. with john wayne gacy <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. Starting with John Wayne Gacy. And, but yeah, so he maintains throughout his whole life that he's not gay. He's bisexual. His preference is women, but like he does things sexually with men and he starts this. Um, and I actually don't remember if it was in Chicago, but he starts that club. Right. And he's trying to like up membership
0: yeah. and
1: he brings people over for parties, like men that are joining this club and he ups membership from like 100 members to like 400 because he invites them over, they're smoking, they're drinking, they're watching yeah. porn together. Yeah. Like, it, and, and this is a huge thing. He plays porn for the men and boys that come over to his house. And he's like, yeah. And then, like, we'll give them drugs, we'll get them drunk and play porn and they watch it together. Like, it's odd. I right. guess this is a
0: question I have for you, whatever, and I don't even know if we're like the right ones to speak about it because you know, like neither of us are like homosexual or anything, and mm-hmm. I don't even want to bring it to oh my god, you know, blah blah because blah, that would sound way crazy and disrespectful. Not what I'm trying to imply, but do you think if there was like like the time now where like yeah, you could be open, you could be out there, you could just be like openly mm-hmm. gay or even openly bi, mm-hmm. like maybe him or like even a Dahmer would be like kind of a little bit better off because it's like you don't have to just be this masculine, straight man, you know what I'm saying?
1: Right, yeah. And like the I thought about that, that. Yeah, the damage that I can only imagine that it is done to um, queer people, especially like back in the day, right, where they had to hide their identity, their orientations, you know, and what kind of damage that did to them, what links they went to, to sort of protect that part of themselves and then how it manifested into in some cases really terrible ways yeah so i've thought about that too um what do you what do you have been better off if he could just live his life right as like an openly gay man and that just be cool you know even what that wild
0: you... ass commercial i just said you like the other day
1: yeah yeah seriously like, are they gay or
0: just smoking you know just smoking, smoking is gay i'm like what the fuck was happening in the 90s yeah. dog and that's even uh, the 90s. We're talking about like the fucking uh, 60s right now or 60s, yeah. 70s, whatever.
1: Yeah, but I think an important distinction, like when we are talking about um, do you have been better off living in like a 2020 society and just being able to be gay? Um, I think yes, but I think he was also, you duranged. know, he he was deranged, but he also assaulted and raped boys. Yeah. Like pedophilia is never gonna be okay.
0: No, and never. So, <laughs>
1: yeah we're, so, we're not
0: saying that over here trust guys
1: yeah but so i don't know if he would have still had the i i imagine he would still have those tendencies to lure young boys right regardless of what decade he lived in you know so he might have been slightly better off or you know i have no idea because he was also a pedophile
0: <laughs> right um his wife finding i think the chains were like in the crib and then finding like a big ass crowbar in his like car or whatever she's like well he's like why are you in my car like look at like what you're looking for now yeah. the crowbar i'm not gonna sit here and say uh like why the fuck you got a crowbar or whatever like i mom's kind of raised me on like yo you need to have something in your car or whatever like i had a big mm-hmm. ass fucking two by four in my truck back in the day or whatever if mom says yeah. if it if it runs up on you you got this two by four but yeah. chains and shit is like—I mean, you would be like, it's just all well, you got, chains, dog.
1: Yeah, and this is something that I think they'll expand on because it's a huge point in. Oh, in what okay. Did. I like
0: that. I like that.
1: Um, and so I don't know if you remember this this one line, but when they were talking about, I think uh, episode two opens up, and he's talking about his clowning, him dressing up as a clown. Yeah. And the interviewer asks him well, was this you dressing up as a clown? Was this a way to lure young boys, like children in? And he's like, no, 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 we, we, we never used handcuffs. We, we just did like toys and stuff. So those handcuffs are going to come back in a big way. Um, So yeah, he had all of these strange things that his wife finds. Um, They don't have a good relationship at this point. I don't know if they ever had a good relationship um and then do you want to talk about what he said to her on that one mother's day
0: i'm gonna let you go ahead and say that and also i want to thank you for for like you know like i I told the people or whatever i don't know anything about mans i really do not like i like going into this stuff blind and i that's why i brought the expert over here to help (laughs) me out because i don't know anything but i I like going into this blind and learning new things but please expand on this
1: okay so, to touch on that a little bit, you have no idea what you're about to get into. Oh, like Jesus you think Christ. you think episode like one and two revealed some upsetting. Shit? Um, if they detail even sort of 10 percent what he did, um, yeah, you're gonna be you ain't gonna be sleeping, but um, it's it's about to get real bad.
0: Might need to um, watch this during the day, not night time. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah it gets really bad but like there's this one mother's day where he's with his wife and they're together and he tells her this is the last time that we're having sex right this is it like that's, that's very odd yeah we're not gonna continue this part of our relationship anymore and then sort of after that they're just kind of weird roommates with children <laughs> and, and and that's it because so And I think that speaks to the fact that, Hey, his preference is not women. Um, And I don't think it's just that he didn't love this particular woman. He just didn't care for women. Um, But yeah, they sort of continue living their lives that way. And he continues on with his like weird fucked up shit. And so I think at one point, right, they get this search warrant um, and they find a, a couple of, um, things uh, books and like tapes and the i think the title of the books were like it was like gay letters or, gay yes, love something or something. Like that. yeah and then there's another one i can't remember the name of but these like gay reading materials and the the investigators were like well this is weird to have and you're like yeah it 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 is weird because not because that you know being gay or queer is wrong but just because he, he had like hidden them and and then we just find out like what he did but they also find I think at that point is that when they find like the class ring and stuff yes and like, right around that time like, yeah and like they have this picture laid out of like I think handcuffs and chains and all this what looks like torture materials right (laughs) so all these items grouped together are very upsetting
0: i got a note here and this is before we get to the last little part or whatever at the end i I have a big ass note for that (laughs) Uh, so we have Michael Rossi and David Crum. I know Rossi's 20 years old. I can't remember how old Crum is, maybe like 19, 20, right around that time. And they're a yeah. lot. And they're, you know, they're helping Gacy. And they openly admit, you know, like, yo, they're helping him in more ways than just work.
1: Like mm-hmm. this was
0: sexual experience. I think Gacy even said, like, yo, I could get them to go down on me anytime I, I wanted.
1: Anytime. Anytime. But the deal was that he would give them something in return. So I can't remember which one, if it was Rossi or Crum, that he, uh, John Wayne Gacy, would let them take his car whenever, you know. Yeah. So these two boys, um, I guess, you know, men at this point, they're, like, early 20s, um, worked for PDM contracting. John Wayne Gacy's, like, contracting firm, and they, like, helped, you know, I think they would, like, help demolish things. Like, he goes into, they were big into decorating, like, I don't know stores and stuff, but yeah. So they worked for him. And so he, that's what he did. He started this PDM contracting business and he would exclusively hire like young boys. Yeah. Because he says, because it's easier to teach someone who doesn't already have a set way of doing things. Right. It's easier to just teach them your way of doing things. And then you go along and there's, you know, no problems.
0: And but, it's like, yeah, which way of things are you talking about?
1: <laughs> yeah. So they help him with work, they work for him, and then they also <laughs> go down on him whenever he wants. Right. And it was supposed to be this like consensual thing. Um, and they also help dig trenches in his crawlspace. Jesus. Which is once again where he's stashing all of these bodies. Um yeah, they and I don't they didn't know the extent to like what they were doing. And right. so like the basement would start smelling really bad and he'd have them go down and pour like lying on the basement. And you know, he said he went through seven or eight hundred pounds of this stuff to like cover up the smell. And he claims that it's because the house, the neighborhood that he lived in, was built on this like clay and when it would rain, it would flood and fill up the crawl space. And it would smell really bad, so that's why he put the live down there. but that's not true. It's to cover up the smell of decaying flesh.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> which is um yeah, can't smell good.:
0: It is insane. It, it's, it's absolutely yeah. just what the hell. Um,
1: yeah.
0: You got anything before I get to like my last note or whatever about the cops pretty much just like detaining him.
1: Um, no, I think we should go into that. <laughs>
0: all right so we're back to 1978 we're in illinois and the cops are following him pretty much you know he's like yeah i killed 33 kids he yeah (laughs) three upside down emojis in my notes right here i didn't want to do 33 because jesus christ that would have been you know and this is mm-hmm. the part I said, like I I was sleepy last night, guys. You know, I've been working, I've been recording, I've been grinding, you know, music, everything. You know, your boy working. Who who I work? Mm-hmm. Um, I rewatched this while ago. So these notes are like for real, for real. Mm-hmm. He admits to killing them. He's about to go to his father's grave and commit suicide. Mm-hmm. He goes in the store beforehand or whatever. Just give somebody like some weed the dude's like yo I don't know he just he gave me this shit you know this is not me and they're like mm-hmm. okay well we got him we can just get him with weed or whatever they go and arrest him and they're like yeah let's go get the second search warrant right now right now and yeah. immediately like I said like we ended off the last episode or whatever they, they you know they, they was smelling weird shit we end off episode two they find bones ASAP mm-hmm. let's get into this shit or whatever how we finish this episode bro My God, your, your thoughts on all of this shit. I just said.
1: Yeah. So he goes a little crazy. So they mentioned that he, (laughs) yeah, a little, um, the investigators, (laughs) the cops mentioned that he was generally doing fine. When he was being tailed by the cops, like he thinks he's going to get away with this. Like he's slick. He's inviting them into his house for dinner until the last couple of days that he's being tailed right so he gets this attorney who he's talking to who has been a friend of his and um admits that he has murdered 33 people 33 boys yeah and then just like you said he like uh jets out of um whatever place he's in gets in his car goes to this gas station and drops some weed into this boy's pocket and uh, eventually he he meets up with, was it, it was either Rossi or Crumb?
0: One of them, I can't remember either, yeah.
1: And then leaves again and that's what whichever one of these boys like goes up to the cops and they're like, oh, he just told me he like killed 33 people. um He's also about to go kill himself. Like, he just sort of loses it because he he knows it's, it's over. It's up. Right. The jig is up and he is about to be convicted (laughs) for 33 murders. Um, And he knows what they're going to find in his house because most of, and I say most of, because 26 of the bodies are under his house. Mm. And I think four more are in the river beside his house. Of course. And so that's 30, but, they do end up convicting him of either 32 or 33 murders like it is suspected that he's murdered at least at least 33 boys
0: mm.
1: and then yeah that's sort of where the episode just ends just drops you right there <laughs> they're like discovering these body parts we, in we, his basement
0: i was like we found a great time to stop or whatever and it went on a crazy cliffhanger like oh, will yeah. that be one of my little missions tomorrow when i told you i'm not doing anything potentially because I might need to watch that during the day. I don't fucking know. This is insane.
1: Yeah. So what, I'm, what direction I'm hoping, because right now I haven't watched anything past episode two. I know the story of what happens, but yes. what I'm hoping this documentary goes into um, is what he did, how he did it. And um, that's the part that's going to, upset the shit out of you
0: <laughs> pretty much i don't know what the hell i don't i literally don't know the hell i'm about to walk into
1: yeah yeah so you, you do not so how are you <laughs> how are you feeling i guess like you know right that he's murdered 33 people um yeah. what
0: <laughs> that's a lot of people
1: that's so so many people and i think that's it was, two
0: basketball teams yeah that's true like legit like a 15-man roster or whatever you know what i'm saying like plus extras
1: yeah yeah like right now for anyone who's listening just to think about start trying to name off 33 people that you know and imagine them in a room together think about how many people that is that is so many people and this man murdered the 33 people 33 and they, and they even mention
0: boys. it they're like yo If he was doing this 10-year sentence, this doesn't happen. No.
1: If he, yeah, if he didn't get off after 18 months, you know, so many people would be alive right now. Um, But that's not what happened. And, uh, yeah, we are about to get into, I'm assuming, his method, uh, methods for... Methods. His methods for luring finding these boys luring them tricking them and probably how he went about murdering him because there is this seriously such a fucked up part about what he did and how how he subdued these boys to young men and you are not ready for that i promise
0: I, I, I'm, I'm terrified right now and I, i'm kind of mad because the beginning of the day like i have all day oh god bless <laughs> this is kind of this is wild
1: yeah it's going to be stressful because now for you i know what happened yeah. um i'm just imagining you not knowing how he did these things and just the possibilities running through your mind about how he could have done this um and i highly doubt that you are going to be able to think of like how he how he committed these these murders Um, Because it is fucked up and does sort of the clowning come back in a little bit. Yeah.
0: I'm not looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to more episodes because (laughs) I don't like not knowing, but my gosh, oh my God. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. Welcome to my world where I walk outside and just look at people and I'm like, what have you done? everyone's terrible i've been listening to true crime stuff for damn near a decade and people are fucked up and people can also hide that really really well and just live normal lives and then continue to do these horrendous things
0: well no offense to whatever i'm out here in a place where it's like yo there's more people around and you're over in a place where it's like y'all might walk out and see a <laughs> fucking elk
1: i am i am i live in montana right now and um there are fewer people and more bears and elk than i've ever seen before living in north carolina
0: but but the yeah exactly what the the ratio of like you know hey you know well of course you know besides no black people which i always say you know I, if there's no black people you gotta gotta be a little scared because when there's a lot of white people it's always some wild shit going on i feel like to a degree no one wants to talk about that though
1: it is all white people who have pretty much only been around white people and you want to talk about some scary shit that's some
0: scary shit <laughs> you want to talk about some crazy shit bring me around for a week imagine me just walking around your campus
1: i told you i told you we have um we have a basketball and a football team so there's a few black people oh, yeah exactly like i mean i know
0: about <laughs> like i mean i, I always i, I don't want to spend it. or whatever because i was to about your school or whatever but i know like i think montana university was like dope as fucking football and like Back when it was like double A, triple A, whatever shit, or double A, triple A, that's bad, that's, that's high school, but um, like, you know, like one, <laughs> one double A shit, or one division three, you know?
1: It, I honestly, I, you know, I don't do sports, right? I'm, I don't know what we got going on, but um, yeah, yeah, it's mostly, it's mostly white people out here, yeah, you, it is surprising walking down the street, and you're like,
0: huh, they never, they've never seen anyone that looks like me.
1: There's, I, I've i seen a guy with dreads here. He was white. I mean, there are definitely more white people with dreads. Than yeah, exactly.
0: Dreads <laughs> I can imagine the faces they, they get. <laughs> it is sort of a
1: hippie crunchy town um, in the vast redness of the state. Um, I live in a very much more liberal um, area but still yeah it's not it's not very diverse at all
0: well north Carolina's about fifty one forty nine right now whatever so i mean it's like you know at least there's some allies around jesus christ <laughs> i can imagine being where you're at or whatever i would just be like, like i don't think my mom would let me go i'm, I'm a grown-ass <laughs> man or whatever close to you know we're close to 30 and shit now yeah no so close we're knocking on it but still i don't think my yeah. mom would let me go
1: honestly if you came to bozeman specifically which is the city out of them um people would probably be
0: um they're starting a football say, franchise That's, <laughs> yeah. like, What's going on? we're gonna win a basketball team out here
1: <laughs> <laughs> no people would probably be um accommodating to the point where it's sort of annoying and just a little a little racist they'd be like oh, we understand or like no we understand but like we sympathize And da-da-da. and you're just like hey man probably just treat me like a normal person but we, we had, like, this past summer, the Black Lives Matter rally and stuff, which was wild to see because there's a ton of people, and they were, like, all white.
0: <laughs> so there are
1: allies. They just aren't.
0: <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it's different because you're on campus. I can imagine if you were, like, in the outskirts of, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the scariest place I've ever been is in the National Forest, like, sort of in the middle of nowhere, and you just see one rickety ass truck with a sketchy looking white dude behind you. And you're like, I'm about to get murdered. I am about to get murdered because everyone out here has guns. Sure. Um, But when you're just like in the middle, there is no one around you. And you just see this truck that looks like it's about to fall apart, pulling up behind you on in the middle of this forest. No one could hear you scream like that shit fucked me up. When I was doing my field work, they would have have places
0: to put the bodies.
1: Oh, you just throw it out there. Something's gonna eat you—bear A bear or a cat's gonna come around get you. Then
0: there'd you be got, Guys, last last conversation we had or whatever, she told me she literally just saw a fucking bear just chilling.
1: Oh yeah, there's a bear around the corner of my my house. Um, nah, fuck
0: that. <laughs> I can imagine taking Coco out one day or whatever. See, that's why you have cats. That's why you have cats. I can imagine that's just fine. taking Coco out one day or whatever. Just like, yeah, it's a bear dog. I gotta have because you know Coco doesn't walk on a leash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there aren't too many bears in
1: town but um yeah there I mean there are bears sometimes they come into town sometimes they're just on the outskirts of town like I live right beside two mountain ranges and there's a ton of um big scary animals (laughs) around here a ton of them
0: um we got any final takes before we you know next time you guys get this or whatever god knows when we're going to record it because like i will actually be seeing kaylee in person next week and i'm so fucking excited <laughs> about it i don't I'm even know here. if this is gonna drop this week or not or whatever i might have this one kind of in the tuck for some shit because you know i got back-to-back weddings oh you homies. do yeah you. Yeah, so this is gonna be one of them shit. So i want to go ahead and have in the tuck and everything but next time you guys will be hearing this or whatever we'll be doing episodes three and four of mm-hmm. john wayne gacy devil in disguise exclusively on yeah. peacock you know for all my people or whatever listen to the wrestling pod or whatever y'all got peacock because over here in america like they don't shut down the wwe network so we have to mm-hmm. have peacock all the brother yeah. over in the uk and anywhere else y'all still got the <laughs> network but we were i mean it's not even bad too because i mean network was ten dollars like peacock you get it five dollars with ads and it's like i don't care about ads honestly i mean it's like fine. 60 minutes It's excuse me, 60 minutes, 60 seconds at that you know
1: yeah yeah um uh final thoughts i i'm not like that <laughs> I, I i like the direction this documentary is going in. it drops you off in the middle and then you write this cliffhanger at episode two um is is crazy because you know we're about to get in some deep shit this is this is the really mild stuff right we've just barely mentioned what he's done um and I am just very excited to record the next episodes and I truly wish that we could watch these shows together or watch these episodes together because I just want to see your facial expression when you discover some of the shit that he he did and how he did it
0: so I'm, I'm very excited you, and y'all know this is audio or whatever but Kaylee can see my face or whatever like the faces <laughs> I've been making on these first two parts and her telling me it's about to get crazier I don't know if I'm ready <laughs> i don't know if like, M refuses to watch with me she's like nope not doing it she's not a fan <laughs> she doesn't like horror shit she doesn't like scary things i, yeah, I made her go th- see um us with me oh my god the jordan jordan peels us yeah she was fucking terrified and i was going the whole her. time like what you scared about i've been telling white people <laughs> sc- white people are scarier than anything i see in horror movies i'm just saying no offense i love my audience
1: No, no, that's fair because, um, yeah, we will continue next time with one of the most terrifying white men, John Wayne Gacy.
0: (laughs) Amen. I'm excited to, like, do this, you know, next two, then two after that and everything. We got six parts of this joint, you know audience y'all appreciate this y'all loving everything you know maybe after we finish this we'll find some more docs to go into about some crazy ass dudes maybe we'll go back and do night stalker because my jesus christ i lost my mind watching that shit all what three four parts i think it was like three
1: yeah i i have some recommendations for you things that will absolutely destroy you um so yeah yeah you can get prepared for those too I,
0: i i i don't i don't know if i'm prepared um I, i'm gonna go ahead and get ready to close this off and everything i know you are also a busy woman and you got stuff you got to do with your life i have a gf that is coming back in town and expects me to like you know spend time with her. so
1: all right that makes sense
0: <laughs> um remember like always guys to rate like comment subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend links and everything going to be in the description in the bios below um after credit is back man been a hot little minute but hey i'm, I'm glad to bring this back this was exciting I'm glad to have, you know, a new person on whatever extended family, you know, it's like 5011 of y'all now. So, I mean, <laughs> welcome to the fam, Kaylee.
1: Yeah, I am so excited that you asked me to do this. And it was a ton of fun. I can't wait for the next ones.
0: Yeah, all my friends have different, you know, just things you guys know. And I, I love all y'all's perspective on this. It's incredible. I knew that serial killers. I know who to talk to about this. Was, <laughs> there was no one else in mind. I want you to know that. So, consider yourself so special there
1: i am honored and i'm so glad that the true crime bug has also bitten you so welcome to this terrible world um it, it's filled with nightmares of very real things so yeah welcome
0: i, I was already <laughs> terrified just walking around or whatever being black in the south but now i'm just I'm, now i'm gonna be super scared so thank you yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll thank you for that oh um, <laughs> very welcome know, K- Coco's been knocked out or whatever since we started this shit. He's not having it, you know. You see him? <laughs> um Shout out Kilo over here, also knocked out. And what? um Patches is running around somewhere else. Yeah, Patches hiding. is doing something. Yeah, she's hiding. <laughs> A cute ass, or whatever. <laughs> she goes by Kaylee. You know what I'm saying? Hit her up for all types of serial killer and all stuff if y'all want to know about it. I go yeah, by Mookie. You already know, more stuff always on the way. And until next time, to Let Us out